The biggest sports stories of the week. <laughs> so when I get my hair cut, they wax my ears, they wax my nose, okay, and they wax my eyebrows every time I get my hair cut. Okay. I literally have one eyebrow, and I've had people trip over my nose hairs. Okay. It's embarrassing yeah. when someone trips over your nose hair. Yeah, that's that's not, not cool. Unique and compelling analysis and opinions when it comes to your favorite teams. Then he, he said, I don't want to be a bum. He doesn't want to be playing and not be good anymore. And I I think that is a legitimate concern for him. And I think this for year, for Rod. For the MVP yeah. of the NFL again this yeah, year? Right. Is he really really her, her. I think Aaron Rodgers should be in the uh, conversation as well for executive of the year. <laughs> Plus some fun with pop culture. Maybe that might be a- is the round, the quarterfinals. That's the metal no, round. No, that's Wait, can we, do we get Matt, get, call Matt Hamilton right now? Because we got to find out. This is Sunday Karma. Well, all I can tell you is I picked way better than you throughout this, Ben, so you got lucky that I have a life and I couldn't get my picks in a few times because I clearly picked way better than you. Now, live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City. The whole, uh, you know, Harper is the co-host. She hasn't been here in a year. She doesn't deserve that uh, love. She should get bumped. Here's GKB founder and CEO, Craig Karmason. It is not Craig Karmazin. He is on assignment, as many people are this past week. Back to reality tomorrow. I am Homer, filling in for Craig Karmazin. I was the last guy. Then I felt like I became the first guy. I don't know where I am anymore. I've lost interest in figuring it out. Number one, Homer. Yeah, you say that to everybody who fills in. But that's nice. Sometimes lies are good. You don't have to quote me on that. Um, 1-800-990-3776. I don't know what's at the top of the list because the Packers don't play till tonight. Probably at the top of the list is Badger football. Um, They lose to Minnesota because they're playing 10 on 11. Quarterback's horrible. He's he's horrible. He's now, terrible. Now, I will say this. Every now and then, he'll have a decent play. But he makes plays so bad that you think you're watching high school football. Like, how can the receiver and the quarterback not know where the ball is? There's, I mean, and there's a discussion about what they need to do. Of course, they need to have another quarterback. Homer, the problem is this. He has been there for four years, and he has played for three seasons, and he has not progressed in a way in order to lead this team to victory. The Badgers either win despite Graham, or they win because, you know, the, they're just better than the other team. But there's never a time where Graham is the reason why they win a ball game. It, it has not been the case any time he, he made played. one. I can't remember, but, but you feel like it's not that hard to see. I've never understood this from the beginning. Now, uh, one of my talent guys, and he's very good at this, Ron, um, tweeted in, the Mertz hype was real. Mertz is still fundamentally the best pure passer I've seen in my lifetime. That's- Paul Chris got average athletes at, green, at quarterback drafted. He went all in on Mertz, and it cost him his job. I would agree. Now, I think they had trouble recruiting because clearly the defense isn't as good because... Um, Leonard's a great defensive coordinator, and there are problems defensively. 
So they're, they're, they must be short of talent, too. But then Ron continues, if Chris couldn't get him to play winning quarterback, I'm not sure anyone can. I agree with that. I've said, I've called Paul, I called Paul Chris the quarterback whisperer. He made everybody good. Since he has all the tools, well, we know he has a, the best pure passer, and had the coaching, the final analysis must center on attitude, work ethic, and desire. Only those, only those inside know for sure, but I suspect that's where the problems exist. I don't know. All I know is I watch him play. And... The dis- and I don't know what the status was of the other quarterbacks where he could have replaced him. No, Chase Wolf isn't any good either. I think he's better. No, Chase Wolf. Listen, he's Chase, worse. Chase, Chase. If Chase Wolf was better, he would have supplanted Graham Mertz a while no, ago. No, I La- would have at least tried the they, other. Person. Last year they tried him, and Chase Wolf. He, I think Chase Wolf may have more career interceptions than touchdowns. Well, then passes. don't pass the damn ball. Run a more run-oriented uh, option kind of thing. You know How? where they go. What if, if they're loading up the box and they they are basically saying we want you to throw. Your receivers aren't getting that open. All you could really run is slants. Did you see that game yesterday? What did Minnesota just toss the ball up there for 50-50 balls, and they did quick slants. The Badgers can't do that because they don't add the height, nor do well, they no, have the quarterback. Well, no, because the ball he throws, oftentimes you can't, it isn't even a 50-50. It's so far off from what the receiver, right? You, you can't do a 50-50 if the ball's not where the receiver is, right? Uh, no, you're absolutely, he's so inconsistent. So I don't know, I would have, find a quarterback that can run the ball. No, I would have played somebody else. Also, to convince him he's got to play better. And I, but I don't know what you can do. I don't know. I mean, I always remember against Michigan State, there was a play where he threw the ball into the end zone. There was no receiver with, on, in, t- on TV. In and the, there were two, two Michigan, Michigan State, State guys. Defenders. And only fortunately, the first guy tipped it or the second guy would have intercepted now, you've been watching college football a long time. Have you ever seen that in your life? Homer. And the answer is no. Homer, he, he is a robot. He is, is basically throwing to a spot. So yesterday in the game, I believe he overthrew um, Chim uh, DK. And what happened was is he threw it where Chim was supposed to be, but sometimes people don't get exactly to the spot. So he threw it way too far for Chim to be able to get to it. On that play on Michigan State, he threw it to where he thought the receiver was going to be. You mean to tell me you didn't even look to see well, no. to make sure he was hold going on, in that on. space? That occurs in all games with all quarterbacks and wide receivers, right? Yeah, it does. But it, hold on, but we've never seen the ball thrown where there's no receiver on the TV. Not just in that area, right? When they show you the spot and you get the TV picture, there's no Badger receiver on TV. It's not like you know what I mean. And no, the things I, like that happen. Then he fumbles. Or the, no, you just can't play him. You no, can't win with him. Th- that you are a. Eight-win team at the most. But everybody knew him. that. How long ago did you know that? Well, they when didn't they let any... Cone go and, they, and he went to Notre Dame. That was because, the mistake. Well, because apparently, and I don't we'll have to ask somebody else, but they wanted to, Cone wanted to have a, a tryout. Like, let's see who's better. Because he knew he was better. Because every, it doesn't even mean he's that good. But like, I know I'm better than that guy. That... Well, no, we're not going to have a tryout. We're going to believe in Mertz or whatever happened, if that's the story. Anyway, and he leaves. No. It... He's better than Mertz. Paul Chris. Got fired because of Graham Mertz. I think this is, Ron said it best. He went all in on Mertz and it cost him his job. And here's the part I don't get. Paul Christ is smarter than that. I don't know. Now, he might have had the greatest arm in the history of humanity. But at some point, you have to play the position and all that encompasses. And you're telling me that Paul Christ couldn't see? The guy can't do it. 
Listen, Paul Chris is loyal. That's one thing I know. No. no, that Paul, Not in quarterback. I'm he telling, plays the I'm, best quarterback. The reason why those boys love Paul Chris yeah. so much because he's genuine and he cares about those kids. I know kids. he cares. I mean, he, and, and so, and hold so on. He yes, refused. he cares. But there were, uh, every time, every year he cared, there were still guys second string, right? He picked the guy first string over the guy second string. I just, I just don't know. Uh, and how soon did he know the kid can't play? And then you bring in somebody else. Well, they should have brought in somebody last year as a transfer. They didn't. They failed that. I guarantee, Homer. The thing yesterday was to me. I, I said it. This team is no more than a six or seven win team. Yesterday, and even while at the game when they took the lead in the fourth in the third quarter, you were hoping the offense could do something because the defense kept making stops. But you knew it was only so long they were going to be able to keep Minnesota out the end zone and. Minnesota had a big play, and at that point, you had you thought you had no chance. After Graham threw that interception, the stands started leaving. They still had two timeouts and almost three minutes left on the clock, and fans knew the game was over. Yeah, right. It's just it's just pathetic. It's terrible. But the positive that comes from it is this: Graham is a great kid, and he also is a warrior. He's a tough kid as well, so he's he's really hurt with that knee. If you know he didn't not go back in that game, why? But why, it may be. Oh, well, it's amazing. Everybody feels like they have to say nice things well, about it. Well, no, because he is. A t- Listen, Homer. What I've learned. What I've learned with this is. What? Is I've learned that these kids nowadays they look at Twitter and they see everything that is said about them, and it really gets to them. Everything they see that you write on Twitter, they see it. Homer, if you ba- if you went on Twitter right now and you bash Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz would see it, or a kid on his team would see it, and they would talk about it. A hundred percent. So I'm so, supposed to... No, so what am I, I supposed to do? They're 19, they're 20. And so let's lift them up while we tear no, them no, down as well. Let's figure out how to handle the truth. I don't know. Well, that's, that's true, but what I'm saying is this. The positive is this. This Wisconsin offense will not look the way it did this year, next year, because Coach Leonard, Jim Leonard, soon-to-be head coach Jim Leonard, has already said... Things need to change. They're going to run a different offense. You're not going to see all this eye formation all the time. They're going to open up the offense a little bit. They're going to get a quarterback. Their goal is to get a quarterback that can run. They recruited a guy in Cole, the crew, that could potentially run. So my hope is this, is next year you see a little bit more up-tempo. Do you know what? Minnesota yesterday was literally going to the line. Hold on. It doesn't matter what system you run with Graham Mertz? Well, Graham won't be the quarterback. He, then that's he, all that matters. Graham, Graham, Graham may transfer. He will not be the quarterback. And then they can run the same system. They can do whatever no, they want. No, they're going to switch it up. But Minnesota would go to the line yesterday, Homer, and what they would do is they would look at what Wisconsin's in, they'll say, huh, and they'll see Wisconsin kind of react. They'll look to the sideline, and they'll call a play. That's what you have to do. You have to make adjustments. You see what's aligned to you, and you put your players in the best position to okay, succeed. Okay, hold on. You, so what adjustment do you make with Graham Mertz at quarterback? Just you don't. Let me know. You, you let Graham. Graham, listen. Graham, for his for the betterment of him, he needs to go somewhere else because at this point here, the crowd cheered when Graham came off the field and Chase came on the field. That's how bad it is. Is when a guy gets injured, a child. Like, well, he's not a child. A young man gets injured and comes off the field with a knee injury who has started for your team for years, comes off the field, and Chase Wolf runs in. The crowd cheered. They cheered, Homer. I couldn't believe it. What do you mean you couldn't believe Why it? Why would you, you? They cheered a man coming off the field Yes. Hurt. They cheered it. Like, I know. At, at, they don't even show replays anymore when people get hurt. But the crowd cheered when Graham came off and Chase came in with less right. than two minutes left. Yeah, and why that do you think how, that is? Because, why do you think that is? Because that is how poor Graham Mercer's played and how fed up the entire fan base of the Badgers are, including myself, with Graham Mercer. I just can't do it. I can't do it. You can't what? I can't. I cannot sit at another game and watch Graham Mertz play. I am so so. You like, won't I, have I, to. I feel so bad saying that because I understand that he's a young man, Fine. but I just, I, 
Homer, every single game, it's every single game I have the same feeling. And yesterday, you just feel like Graham's not going to be able to take you to victory. Name one time Graham led us to victory. I'm where sure it was he actually has. Him. I don't uh, the, 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 His first ever game against oh, Illinois that, that where he threw like, five touchdowns. He yeah. looked like Peyton Manning. Yeah, and he ain't, and now he looked like Kyle Wallace, that quarterback. I could have threw the touchdown to Jack Axenbach yesterday. He was wide open, know, Homer. Yes, that he was, was wide You yeah. could have did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just frustrated. I drove, I drove all the way to Iowa to watch them lose. I drove to Madison. Hold back. On, I do all on. this driving it's, just to watch them lose. Okay. It's personal, Homer. What do you mean it's personal? I, I'm sick of doing all this driving. No, to it's Graham over. It's, I would have told you not to drive as long as he's the quarterback. I just. It's I, over. You should be happy. I, I, That's I, the last game he's going to be the starting quarterback. But what if they decide to let no, him play in a bowl game? Who cares? I don't want to watch another. I just I can't do it, Homer. I'm I just wouldn't frustrated. do it. Well, no, but but you understand that they, this was a good year. They kept the bowl streak going now, twenty-one years. By the way, um, understand the bowl streak means nothing. It's a fraud because it makes you positive. What this means is that Wisconsin had a five hundred record. A bowl game means you had a five hundred record. Now, so that if you want to talk about how many bowls in a row, no, you don't do that because people think going to a bowl game is of some significance like you had a no you don't have to have a good year you're 500 that's all a bowl means uh and there's i think there's more significance to it when it, when it, when it comes to recruiting when it comes to recruiting you, you think yeah. people are that stupid y- yes you they think, are no they're they, not they no because, kids listen, are not that stupid no, listen, you lost five games your team stinks you're going to a bowl game we've never even heard of it does nothing what sounds better we've been to a bowl game 25 straight years when we're recruiting so you may have some down years because wisconsin has some down years back in i want to say like the early 2000s you don't want a kid so stupid to think that's significant i'm telling you that right now kid impressed by that i don't want him most I want te- the kid to say, you were five. You lost five. How many games did they lose this Homer, year most teams, mo- most teams just go to bowl games. There's not. There's only so few teams that play for national championships. There's so few teams. I know. So how do you, how do you get in the top 25? Most top 25 teams are hoping to play on a no, January 6th right. bowl. No, I mean, no, you January get your bowl top, here's, here's how you rank teams. The, the history of the bowl games is insignificant, shouldn't be mentioned, should be against the law. How many top 25 rankings in a row do you have? How many top 10? Whatever. Anything that legitimately explains how good your season was. Think about this. Okay, You know anything in your life in which if you were 500, you'd be talking about, hey, 21 years in a row, I've been 500. No. People would laugh at you. I mean, but you most of the time, bowl games mean that you're playing postseason. You're getting practice for the players okay, as well. Okay, but those kind of, okay. But there you get – so you get three weeks of practice, which, of course, is a fraud as well. Every Division One school should get three weeks of practice. Should have nothing to do with the bowl. If you only have to be 500 to be in a bowl game, you know how many bowl games there are? Guess how many there are. 38. 43. 43. 43. 86. You can – 586. There's so, more teams that make bowl games than don't. Yes. And it's amazing there are that many teams, 500 or better. Now, a few sub-500 teams. Now, the fraud of a bowl game meeting. So you're basically saying kids are idiots. Like, they went to a bowl game. You were, What's Wisconsin's record? They're 6-6, six and six and they only yes. beat five FBS teams. Whatever. Because one of it was an FCS They team. lost so six that- games, and you think you could tell a kid, hey, we've been to a bowl game 21 years around. The kid's going to go, oh, wow. That means you don't I want that kid. Oh, you wow. don't want that kid. You want the kid to say, like in the last four years, you've lost six, five, five, four, and three games. Right. Okay. That's where I'm worried about the program. If I was a kid, 
Well, yeah. And, and, and this might be the first time I can remember so a now, You've really helped me because if you say to a kid, we've been 21 years in a row to a bowl game and they're impressed, stop recruiting them. Well, look at <laughs> – Stop recruiting him now. Look at the Badgers. Literally, the Badgers have a website for the bowl game, of course, but then you'll see. They have nice little graphics and things showing that they've made the bowl game since, like, year right. 2001. Right. They, they sell the bluff. Yeah, you, you sell the bluff. You've got to do something because Just, when, no. you're, when you're not winning national championships you make and, stuff you're, you're, up. and you're no longer winning Big Ten West title games, this right. is the first year that I can remember that Wisconsin didn't even get ranked in the top 25 in a while. Usually They we were preseason ranked 25. Oh, 25 oh, we were. Oh, yeah. my gosh. What I a, think so. What a debacle. They were, I think they were top 25. Oh, yeah. what a debacle. Yeah. But you should be happy. Everybody should call in. Oh, I hope he's not listening. You should be, this should be the happiest day in a long time. It's over. It's over. His parents may there still be in Madison Z- right what? now. His parents may still be in Madison right no, now. I don't, I don't, come on. Like, I, I mean, it didn't say he's like, um, so what are you allowed to say? No, you can say whatever he's you a, want. He's they a know. great player, and the problem is the coach in the offense. No, he's he needs to go somewhere else. You know where he needs to go? He needs to go to a small. He needs to go to like Western Kentucky and just throw the ball. Does throw a, the ball. Does just a five-star recruit really swallow his pride and go from Wisconsin to Western Kentucky? Yeah. Hey, you want to know? Hey, you know who did that? You know who went to Western Kentucky or actually went from Houston Baptist? The guy's with New England now. Well, yeah, maybe maybe that's what he can. He sell needs on. to go to a place. Where there's no pressure and he can just wing it on every play, like high school. He needs to go to back to high school football and just let his arm. Hopefully, his arm will be good enough. Um, and I'm guessing in high school as well, you only make one decision, right? You're looking one place and you throw it there. Well, bad quarterbacks do that. What? Usually, they look good quarterbacks. And they look off. Oh, I know, but I mean, in high school, you could be. I mean, it's, he, he was phenomenal. He's got a great arm, so he needs to go somewhere where he need where he feels no pressure. Yeah. Graham, you're the guy. So, like, uh, I don't know, some guy, some offensive, uh, some offensive guru there somewhere. I don't know. It might be actually Western Kentucky. That might be the place. But he, the, yeah, he graduates. He should leave. Go to Western Kentucky. There it is. He's no, gonna be. But a I want to emphasize: this should be the happiest show you've had. You've done in a long time. Say it. It's over. Say it because we won't even mention your name. Say it. It's over. No, you're not. You don't believe that. No, it, no, I, because because we have one more game left, and for some reason in my heart, I feel like if Graham's knee is healthy, Graham is going to start the last game. They might as well start uh, Miles Burkett, the uh, the freshman, the true freshman. I, I would agree. Got. I would agree. Because I'm telling, I'm telling you, Chase Wolf ain't got it either. He almost threw a pick. On I the don't first care, half. but they need to play somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the only point of the bowl game is the future. And for those stupid yes. recruits who are impressed by 21 years in a row because they're they're not adhering to my rule. Recruit somebody who's when you say 20 years and they'll go, "Wow, we're done recruiting you." You don't get it. You got no clue. Um, we need to say it's over even better. It's over. There it you is, go. It is over. Thank yes. goodness, it's over. Yes, and you need to understand because the, the bowl game means nothing, right? So if he, even if he played in the bowl game, it's still over. But I'm like you. I would play somebody else, um, just because you're the the bowl game is only about the future. I agree. Yeah. Say it one more time. It's over. It's over. There we go. Next. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Could make me feel this way. Say, hey, get out right now. 
Carmody on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Now we have a dilemma. Cal brought it up. It's a good point. Because I look on Twitter and <laughs> just destroying Graham Mertz. It's, I told you. No, so what do we go in on these kids? What do we do? He's terrible. I probably I gotta look at the ones that I've said to see see uh you know how bad is that? All right, let's see what I've written. Uh Oh, this is Jeff Patrikas. Twitter, Jim Leonard w- would be nothing more than a sentimental hire. Patrikas, the marquee college programs and NFL teams that pursued him don't give a crap about sentimentality. To which I say, this is why we need your comments. But please don't give credit to a few Twitter comments. They don't reflect anything but a very, very, very small group. Um, oh, somebody tweeted, the Badgers need to make an honest assessment of what they want to do with the quarterback situation starting today. It's so easy, I replied. Someone else. Everybody knows it. You know what? Maybe so you don't mention the name or, uh, you know, how understanding, because this is way bigger than Graham Mertz. This is a this is something the whole world's trying to figure out, and we could have an answer right here, Kyle, uh, from someone else. What do you, how do you criticize kids knowing, or how are you honest with kids on Twitter knowing how they're influenced so much by social media and specifically Twitter. When people say social media, we're really talking about Twitter, right? It's not. Yeah, mostly. I Twitter. mean, Facebook is, and and the and the, the negativity on Twitter is significant. That's probably seventy percent negative, or it's more negative, or. Um, but so, what do we? How do you handle Graham Mertz? How do? What do you? What do you say on Twitter? What do you? Oh, oh no, Twitter's the place where you're able to vent. So I mean, I know, but not, I mean, like. We care about him as a person, right? Uh, yeah, I think he's, a, again, a great young man. Well, even if he's a bad young man, okay? You don't know how much, you know the influence that this stuff has on on kids, right? It, it so, does. so you could say, all right, don't look at it. That's a waste of time. They're looking at it. We got to accept they're looking at it. They're looking at their phones. Now what do we do? What do we do to have to help these kids and yet be honest? I don't, I... Well, here's the thing. Usually... You're supposed to be like inspired or something that fuels your fires. You see all the hate. You got to step up and you got to play. He can't do it. That's the problem. His play cannot speak for itself. So he can't do anything but look at Twitter and just keep getting down and down and down and down on himself. If his play was better and he reacted and he was like, oh, yeah, Graham, here he is. Yeah, he out there looking like a stud. Then maybe that changes something. But he can't do it. So the biggest thing that you tell Graham is that, hey, like you're just going to have to toughen uh, up. All right, now skin. here we go. Breaking news. Breaking news. Wisconsin has targeted Luke Fickle to be the school's next head coach, sources told ESPN. No deal is signed, but there's a strong push by the Badgers to try and line Fickle. Led Cincinnati to the college football playoff system last season, 57-18 in six years in Cincinnati. Uh, they went 13-0 and uh, as Strongwoods in the Big Ten. Of course, he was uh, at Ohio State. Now, I could see them doing that because – uh, part of that deals with uh, he understands Ohio State and you're dealing with uh, name, image, and likeness and all the money and stuff like that. And you might have an understanding of what level you have to do things. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be less. Do you think do I, this, this is loss, the first time that no, it didn't have any impact? You don't think this loss no. had an impact? No. Like if he was going to get the job, he was going to get the job. If he was not going to get the job, they were looking elsewhere. Um, and again, this is this is relative to um, the level necessary to win in today's college football. 
Does does Jim Leonard understand it versus Luke Fickle and his association with Ohio State? Um, wow, that would be that would be huge. That would be a, a shocking turn of events. Um, this was this was Jim's job. No. Oh, I, I, no, I don't. Well, then there, then then it's a mess because. Um, they knew there was a, a shortage of talent. They knew they had no quarterback, and I don't know what they expected Leonard to do. This, to me, is reflective of the ch- – if they go with Luke Fickle, it's reflective of the change in college football in terms of name, image, and likeness and money and all the stuff you got to do. Wisconsin got to do more. Well, and they would think that Luke Fickle has a better idea of what's necessary at the highest level given his uh, time at Ohio State and his success at Cincinnati. I mean, right? Cincinnati shouldn't be that good. They're 57 and 18 in his six years, right? I mean, who else was at Cincinnati? Uh, the guy at uh, Notre Dame. Or no, no, George Ke- Kelly. Wasn't Kelly at Cincinnati at one point, I think? Brian, Brian, yeah, Kelly, Brian was. Kelly was. Yeah, he yeah, was he at there. Cincinnati. So uh, the issue with Cincinnati to me would be the nature of the players that you can get into Cincinnati versus the nature of the players you can get into Wisconsin. But maybe it means that they think that the Wisconsin needs to move in and in a new direction in order to be successful in college football. Um, would you rather have Luke Fickle or Jim Leonard? Uh, I thought Leonard was going to be the guy from the beginning, but Fickle's pretty, I mean, how do you, you can't compare. No, you, you can't. He took Cincinnati and. Um, Granted, I mean, Cincinnati played some cupcakes on the way to the, to that uh, championship game, but they've, they've been competitive. I yeah. mean, they, they compete. Uh, but and again, um, wow, Jason. Um, do I think it's going to be Luke Fickle versus Jim Leonard? Uh, well, I've been wrong on this because I thought Leonard was going to get the job. So uh, my prediction: I'm, I'm in a bit of a slump. Um, yeah, I'll go with. I could see them hiring Luke Fickle. Yeah, he's got head coaching experience. He's won at Cincinnati. You can win at Cincinnati. Can you win at Wisconsin? And I say, as I said, he knows the Big Ten, and he understands what's necessary at the highest level. You want to go and compete with Ohio State and Michigan, you get somebody who was at Ohio State, knows what the level is, but has also then been at a smaller place. It's not like, yeah, it's called Ohio State. No, nobody expected him to do that at Cincinnati. Again, this comes from uh, ESPN. Wisconsin has targeted Luke Fickle to be the coach's next head coach. Sources told ESPN no deal assigned, a strong push to try and land him in the next 48 hours. So if you're Jim Leonard and you know you're the second choice, what do you do? What? I mean, if if you if these reports are true and you don't get Luke Fickle, obviously— well, it, Go so, somewhere else. Whoa. You're out. That you can't you can't swing like this when you got a guy on the staff and then the guy be the second choice. Well, sure they don't. I'm not sure that he is the second choice. And if you're if you're Jim Leonard, just like a lot of coaches have been the second choice. I don't care. All I care is if I get the job. If I don't get the job, I didn't get the job. I don't care if I'm ninth choice. If I get the job, I got the job, and I'll try to win and think I can win at Wisconsin. They better not mess this up. I know that. What do you mean? What do you mean they better not mess it up? Jim, the players want Jim, and not saying that matters, but the players want Jim. And the, the, let me every, just give you a clue: you don't ever do what the what, players what, want. What, what you I'm, never what, do something because of what the players want. So what, ever. Ha, what happens if you go for Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard says, "Well, I thought I was the guy," and right. Jim Leonard says, "I don't want it anymore." Now right. you got to go to your third choice, which your third choice may be some guy coaching in the MAC conference. Well, and then you're really wait a minute. Out of luck. Jim Leonard won't give a hoot. 
if he gets the job, how he got the job. We don't even know this story is true for a while, but I no, think if it's, it's out, it's got to be true. I think it is. I think I think Luke Fickle's going to be the next coach at Wisconsin because uh, I said I thought it would be Leonard, and I'm in a slump. <laughs> I'm right there. With, I think you're. All right, I think we'll see right. what Jason Wildey says next. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. In the night, I hear him talk. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. How could you be so heartless? How could you be so Everybody should get information about the Green Bay Packers every day of the year from Jason Wilde. We do our part. Uh, but I think the lead story is... ESPN will report that Luke Fickle could be the next coach at Wisconsin in the next 48 hours. Is it fact or does his agent just want more money from Cincinnati or something else? Good morning, Jason. Hello, Stephen. This is quite the show you've had this morning. You've listened? I have. So you can solve social media and how to how to do it best and not ruin yeah, young kids and yeah. make them? Yeah, I can Okay. So uh, Maddie had uh, rehearsal for the Nutcracker this morning, and now we are going from uh, Milwaukee to Appleton, where Sydney has basketball games. So we're uh, we're on the road. You're a such lot, a great so parent. You. Wait, no, that's not why. No, 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 no. Don't start. Uh, I'm just you explaining are. why I've gotten to listen to the entirety oh. of the show I and why I'm happy to have you along for the rest of our ride as well, because we're in the car a lot. Um, First of all, the way you solve the social media component of this is don't use social media, which is really, really hard. But I have gotten so much better at it. Now I'm 50 years old and I'm not 21. Yeah, but you don't, you don't count for the, but, what to do with kids. You're not going to do that. Well, not an option. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work on that with our girls. I know um, you are, have, but... <sighs> so, so here's the thing. So I've always, I mean, remember, I've... I haven't covered sports as long as you have, but I've covered them a long time. And there's kind of a hierarchy in my mind of criticism from a professional journalist, right? Um, there's a, a there's a very low threshold that I don't want to cross when I covered high school kids, right? right? Yeah, that, that's one thing. But the college component of this has become so much more difficult. And again, I'm not talking about the social media component. I'll get to that in a second. But from a professional level of criticizing someone like Graham Mertz, right? Like I saw Ben Brust, who he and Greg Scalzo once upon a time nicknamed him the Kansas Cannon. Uh, now saying, you know, I, I'm hoping that I never see him play another down for the Packers or for the Badgers or whatever it was. And, and so the challenge is, you know, he's a scholarship athlete at a major land-grant institution. He plays quarterback. It comes with the territory for criticism. But the level that is sent for these kids at this point now has become muddled, in my opinion, because now with the component of NIL, they're kind of quasi-professionals. And so does that lead to a higher level of criticism that they are subjected to. And yes. That, I think it does. I, I do. Now, the social media component, like, 
it's very easy to sit here and say, well, you know, be more mentally tough and ignore that kind of stuff. I mean, I think if you look at some of the things that we have seen in college athletics and the mental health crises that some top-level college athletes have faced, um, this is, I believe this is a problem. And yes. I cannot be flippant about it. And And I am fundamentally uncomfortable with how vitriolic social media and like you said earlier you're basically talking about twitter is i mean you know i I appreciate people that follow and click links for stories and audio from wildy and tausch but like if elon musk runs twitter into the ground um i will not weep well it's not because if twitter disappears someone else something else will start Probably, but again, I, I just, I, I really don't think, you know, I, I really don't think it's healthy. I, I really, really don't. And I, I will say this, my own mental health, and I feel like I'm pretty strong mentally in general, but it, it, people carrying around uh, in your pocket the ability for people to tell you how much you suck is no, doesn't matter if you're the quarterback or was at Wisconsin or a reporter or host of a radio show, whatever it is, it it's not it's not a good thing. But you like can Kyle this is the part you can prevent it. You are not required. You can control Twitter and right. what you and, hear. And for me and for me, I have. I know, but, but other people choose not 20, to. It's on them. I think if you're 21 years old, it's awfully hard. I agree, it's awfully hard. So, and we don't know what to do as older people because we've never experienced it. So we have yeah, no idea what works. Here's my question yes. for you. You know, you have had a legendary radio career. You are a, Not a Wisconsin sports. No, it is. No, I mean, I I'd say that in part to irritate you, but also because it's true. I know how good what? I am. I've been around what? for a long what? time. Yes. Yeah, no, I know. You're happy to tell us, uh, which is the weird dichotomy about you. You don't want me saying that, but then you tell everyone how great you are. Here's my question. What are the positives for you that you get out of Twitter? Um, it allows me to, to say what I want, but it allows me to learn – about so many other people and what they're really like. The greatest thing about any of those people listen to the show because of Twitter. Um, I don't know. They, they, I mean, the guy who was our program director said, anybody who follows you, you follow them. So, um, the premise is that, uh, it's, it's in some ways positive. Um, though you, you know, Everybody's trying to invent new ways because the old ways don't exist. You know, like, you know, read what's in the paper, go to the local TV. Neither of them have any impact on a significant number anymore. So now what else is out there to promote your show? No one knows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like when we do a poll, it's it's fine and it gets you information. That's that's but what I love, I'd, too. I'd be curious how many of those people are actually listening to the show, which is what matters more to me like there's nothing better for me on social media even if it's a negative like i disagree with you when someone does not reply to a tweet but go but actually initiates a tweet because they're listening to the show and i said something or Tausch more likely said something that they wanted to react that to me is when it's useful the rest of the time there's just a bunch of jerks that like to be jerks which is as i think you said 70 percent 
of Twitter is that negativity. As far as the Luke Fickle thing. Uh, by the way, the part, UW Board of Regents has called a special meeting for 4 p.m. today to consider contracts for a new coach. Yes, I, uh, I know our Wisconsin State Journal team has that story up as well. Um, that may be where I got it. Oh, good. Uh, so I, here's the thing about Luke Fickle. Yeah. Um, I, I am very, very, very curious to use uh, a version of Mike McCarthy's comment after the Cowboys-Packers game. Whoever you find, as you were just discussing, had better know how to play the NIL transfer portal football and college basketball as well in 2022-23 better than others. And I saw, you know, obviously David Shaw stepped down at, at Stanford. David Shaw is a really, really good coach, yeah. right? Really, really good. Won a ton of games. Went to a bunch of used to goals. Used to win a ton of games. Right. Has no It would appear has no idea in this new world that we live in on how to keep this team from, I think they're like three and nine each of the last, right, the last two, two years. Well, no, I don't, I don't believe that at all. I believe that he knows exactly what needs to be done and they're not going to do it at Stanford. Right. right. Uh, or that it's going to take forever to get done at Stanford. He, yeah. He had a comment there about how Stanford traditionally moves slowly. I agree. I mean, it's so, why, it's why uh, Jay Wright left Villanova. And it's all, it's all not only necessary here, I would add to that, Jason, it's also they don't know what to do and they don't want to spend time figuring it out. They, in, in the old system, they had it figured out. They could win. This is what we do. Now it's a new system. The reality is nobody knows what to do other than give people the most money. So it reminds me of when Ron Wolf retired as yep. Packers GM yep. because he just he did not want to deal with the new world that the NFL was entering in the early 2000s. And, and my point is, is I, I really like Jim Leonard. I had heard from multiple people while he still, I mean, I guess technically still does have the interim tag on, that there, was a, there were those who believed that he didn't really want to be the head coach. I know his wife really loves it in, Madison, in the Madison area. Uh, their family is really happy. Um, now, he certainly has spoken in recent weeks as if he clearly wanted the job, right? I mean, yeah. he, you know, he went on Sirius XM at one point and said he, you know, he wanted it sooner rather than later to have this. So to your point that you were discussing with Kyle, I would really be curious if he would stay as the defensive coordinator under those circumstances. Is that maybe this leads to him having what he really wanted all along and he felt like he owed it to the university and, and owed it to himself to become a head coach, even if he didn't necessarily want to do that. I don't know that. I have not talked to him in quite a while. But I think this is fascinating. And if Luke Fickle knows what he's doing and if he knows how to beat Ohio State, then Chris McIntosh will have done a brilliant job of going from one of the all-time good guys who is a really, really good football coach but had apparently no idea how to win in today's college football landscape to a guy that he must think is going to know exactly or will figure out exactly how to go about it. Yep, that would be the reason why you'd hire him. And uh, he uh, has proven that he can do it. It doesn't have to be at Ohio State. And, yes, he would clearly understand 
uh, the standard that you're up against. Though I claim everybody doesn't entirely understand name, image, and likeness. Um, but all everybody does understand is you need a ton of money. Well, that's true, and and one of the reasons why not everyone understands it is, as we, Tausch and I have talked about with both Barry Alvarez and Greg Gard, is that there's still either there aren't enough rules in place or the rules aren't being enforced because they don't know who the hell's supposed to enforce them. And so, the, look, Graham Mertz is a perfect example. And Graham Mertz been a recruit in the age of NIL. He maybe never even makes it to Wisconsin. Right? Because somebody else pays yep. him more. And yep. maybe his career turns out completely differently no. instead of you guys no. talking about being happy. That, no, ah, his career doesn't turn out differently no. anywhere. No. Then you're saying these guys are horrible coaches, and that's just – he's not very good. I, I, I refuse to believe that it is entirely that he is simply not very good. Then, then you think Paul Chris doesn't understand quarterbacks? I called him the quarterback uh, whisperer. Yeah, it, all I know is that um, it's possible that he's just not any good, but I think it's also possible that with the right coach, uh, he certainly had talent coming into the college level. Um, I don't know enough about how he was coached by Paul Chris to then. Didn't Paul Chris also serve as like head coach, offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks coach for a period? Do we think that he was doing a sufficient job? Yes. Doing the work of three yes. men simultaneously. Yes. yes. The one thing he can do if he has nine jobs, he's great with quarterbacks. Except right. for one. That, what, are you able to devote that level of time to make a quarterback great if you are also the head coach? Yes. Yes. Offensive yes, I, I think he is. I just don't uh, know why he ever thought that this is the part I don't get, how he ever thought that Mertz was going to be good. Why he didn't just they weren't the say, only ones. There right? were a lot of big-time school coaches. Weren't there a number of big times? Yes, people him? did. Yes, everybody recruited him. But when you have him and he's on your team and you watch him play and stuff like that, you gather more information. Everybody saw that he isn't very good other than one game. He it's, has not played well. Right. All right. Uh, do we have round well. two? Of course we do. Because you're Sure. Yeah. I'm driving. Yeah. All right. Do you believe that Luke Fickle will be the next football coach at Wisconsin? That's my next question for Jason Wildey. Next. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Another one is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. More with Jason Wildy. Luke Fickle, will he be the next coach at Wisconsin? Jason Wildy, yes or no? This is great. We don't even have to talk about the Packers today. We'll get there. Uh, yes, uh, because as Kyle said, you've um, potentially created a quagmire. Now again, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jim Leonard stays. I have no idea. But That's not I a concern. Think... That's not the slightest concern. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, if you're not, if you don't, if you're not going to hire him as head coach, what he does, uh, they, whatever they would like. I don't. Maybe that you know, Luke Fickle comes in with the ability if he is the guy to do whatever he wants. He may not want Leonard. Right. No, I get that. But 
if if Luke Fickle doesn't come in, um, there are situations where then you lose out on your second choice, and then you end up settling for God knows who. Uh, that has happened before. I yeah. mean, you know, I think that you know Barry Alvarez would admit that when he hired Gary Anderson, uh, he wished he could hire Paul Christ at the time, but couldn't because he'd helped him get the pit job. And then they didn't get the applications that they were hoping to get for that opening. They, I think, overestimated the appeal of the job. Yeah, I also have a belief that, uh, that I can't prove that uh, I'm not sure that Barry Alvarez at that point was sold on Paul Chris's ability to be a very good head coach. I'm not yeah, sure he maybe. wanted him to be a head coach, and that's why when Chris decided to go elsewhere, he was more than willing to help. But I don't know that I could ever prove that. But. Yeah, I would be curious... Tom Oates would know better than I would on that one. Um, but, yes, I, look, I, don't, I, I would be much more shocked if he's not the head coach than I was by the report this morning. Like, I, like I, I was reading Jim Polzine's column this morning in the State Journal about Mertz and then also about Leonard. And, you know, they, they posted the job a week ago mm-hmm. after what I did not think was a particularly inspiring win over a really crummy Nebraska team. Uh, and then, you know, it was kind of this foregone conclusion feeling. And I had this tingly, spidey sense of, man, I mean, I understand it's not supposed to be all about his results because it's a challenging season and this and that, and the players want him. But, like, say what you want about Greg Gard and how great or not great of a coach you may think he is. But he took over after the whole Bo Ryan departure slash scandal slash whatever that was. And his team was in complete disarray. And not only did he steady the ship, but they actually won a ton of games. I mean, you can't say that that's what occurred with Badger football. So... I, I wondered if there was some sort of clandestine candidate. I didn't know and thought of Luke Fickle specifically. Uh, by I the way, wonder. I should mention Cincinnati's entering the Big 12, uh, but I don't know what that means because the Big 12 is not the Big 12 It ain't the anymore. Big 10. Right. No, but it's, it's the, the middle. 10. It's basically the middle 12, uh, given who's right. leaving. It's the, it's the, no, it's the uh, new, I don't, I don't call it a mid-major, but with, the SEC and the Big Ten basically becoming the AFC and the NFC. Uh, I'm not sure the Big 12 matters nearly as much as it once did. Yeah, I would be with you. I, uh, it, it fits to me, uh, other than the possibility that you have to always recognize that coaches will often leak this out, Fickle's agent, in order to get more money for him at Cincinnati. Uh, like, I can't, Yeah, I, uh, I guess. That's certainly possible. Yeah. But I, I, this would, this would feel like. Uh, I want. What is his feeling toward Ohio State? Uh, I don't know. Um, like I would be curious to know. This this would seem like a wonderful opportunity yeah. if you felt. He's like kind of a you, Jim uh, Leonard in himself. Yeah. Right. They know what he feels like. Um, no, the, my issue is with Cincinnati and Ohio State is that. You're not going to get all the players in at Wisconsin that you get in at Ohio State and Cincinnati. Um, but uh, 
That may be changing too. I don't that, know. that may have to change too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, but the, the difficulty in us discussing uh, name, image, and likeness is it's the best kept secret in the world. Nobody knows what players are getting. No one knows what one's goal. There have been no stories out to explain to us where it's at now. I mean, I heard somebody tell me that uh, they were recruiting a kid and uh, they said, we're not going to offer you anything because the coaches aren't supposed to do it. It's this group you put together that's, you know. Correct. Anyway, and then and he said, fine. And then he called the coach and said, well, don't recruit us anymore because we're now taking offers because Kansas just offered us $750,000 to play basketball. Yeah. And I would think for basketball players over a million, it wouldn't surprise me at all for the right kid. Um, you know, where's the money coming from? Are these boosters, supporters going to continue to do it uh, even though they get nothing in return? They just give you the money and then what do you get? It's, there's no tax deduction, you know. You can't really do that much for them as far as a booster because this is supposed to be separate of the team. So how many spots do you have? It's a, it's a total, total mess. And, again, we're all just guessing because nobody knows who's paying the most and what they're getting. And we won't know until maybe next year if you hear stories of a player who was getting this and is not getting it anymore and then transfers. Or The only thing I know is that my, uh, Texas A&M was supposedly paying a ton and they stink. And Miami of Florida was paying a ton, and they stink. But in football, yeah. What do you know? Do you know you got any other insight? Anybody on the Packers telling you about uh, name, image, and likeness? Other than they wish it was no. around. I have. Uh, I will put that on my to-do list of small talk conversations to have with guys in the locker room, because Lord knows that uh, the way they have played, and if they lose tonight, there won't be a lot of other right. happy I mean, all I've heard from other people is the old way of cheating was much better. So, whatever that means. That's not bad. That's a pretty yeah. good line. All right, let's get Whoever to the Packers. Uh, I'm like you. Uh, I'm a sucker because I believe the Packers, assuming that Aaron Rodgers' thumb is better, and I think it should be with the time off, that he won't throw any wobblers, and the Packers will defeat the Eagles. But I'm afraid I'm just being a sucker believing this team is different than what it is, and that is the team that finds yep. a way to lose games. Yep, so am I, though. I'm doing the same thing. Now, Philadelphia they was... They win tonight. Go ahead. No, they win tonight. Uh, no, Philadelphia has turned the ball over six times the last two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously showed they were vulnerable against Washington, who's not very good either. But the Packers are not very good, so they show that they can lose to not very good teams. Um They've played they've, most of their wins. They've played from ahead almost all game long, which the Packers can't afford to have to play from behind yet again as they've played most of the year. I mean, there's been five games where they didn't even at any point. Um, you know, and Rodgers talked. One thing he said was, you know, during the 2016 run that uh, they actually would win the toss and take the ball. Uh, I don't know if I feel that good about the offense being capable of marching down the field on the opening drive and scoring a touchdown, but that is a mentality that they could take. So I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I don't think I don't think Philadelphia is like when you think of a team that's nine and one, you're like, wow, they're really good. And I don't think quite that way. But they, look, they're no joke. This is not like some sort of you know, 500 team that stumbled into it. Yeah, and they got stats there. to back it up where they're ranked in everything yeah. and they're, they're number one in uh, turnovers. They were at plus 15, now they're at plus 12. But all the numbers would support their record. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts has played really well. Again, 
young quarterbacks, I know he's a little bit old, he's not like a rookie or anything, but young quarterbacks always play better from ahead than having to play from behind. Uh, you know, they had trouble with a not very good Indianapolis team that fired its coach. So I think there's a vulnerability there. But, again, the Packers have not done anything uh, to make you feel like that they're good enough to take advantage on a consistent basis of other teams' insecurities or inability. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, you know, for me, I certainly see them as capable of winning, just like I thought there was a recipe for them to win in Buffalo and there was a recipe for them to win against the Cowboys. But, you know, this whole Rodgers something, I think, first of all, they sh- if they were going to spin it, I don't understand why they didn't spin it right away before the Jets game and leak what the injury was. I mean, seeing Rap Sheet's report today about an avulsion fracture. Um, Can like, you explain what again, that is? It, it's basically where the ligament is torn so severely that it takes a chunk of bone with it when it is torn. Does it mean so you it, can't play it well? A, it, it, it means that grip is an issue. Oh. And, and, and it's interesting, you know, Rodgers has moved the goalpost several times. When the injury first happened, he said he needed a couple weeks, but he wasn't going to take the, he wasn't going to miss games. Um, then it became, a, I just need a week. Uh, then it was, well, you know, maybe with the short, with the bye week, with the mini bye, maybe that's enough. Like, look, it generally requires surgery. He didn't do surgery. We can, if there's any, uh, hindsight ideas about this season. They are A, that they didn't take the bye after London, which Matt LaFleur admitted he is second-guessed, and B, that they didn't know. We don't question how tough you are, but Dak Prescott injured his thumb. Uh, They were able to win with Cooper Rush three out of the four games Dak Prescott missed. Maybe the Packers would be in the same place or slightly better because once Rodgers would have come back, he would have been better. So those are the two things that are worth second-guessing on this season. But at this point now, they're, you know, they've made their bed. And if five days or whatever it was for Rodgers is enough, I know for a fact that they're... Oh, we lost it. I know for a fact there. you got to repeat that, Jason. Uh, I'm going through a bad area on 41. Can you hear me now? We can. I know for a fact. Take it from there. That there have been practices during this time where he didn't take any under center snaps and Jordan Love would take them with the ones because they didn't want him taking under center snaps during the week and getting his thumb whacked. So if that's the case, I mean, that tells you that it's an issue because Nobody talks about the importance of practice, especially with these guys that he's still, even after 12 weeks, working through things with, to not be practicing on plays that are under center, like that, like the under center play in Detroit where Sammy Watkins ran one way and he threw another. Like, that was a play that, from what I understand, Love ran in practice. Well, maybe that's part of the reason why then they weren't on the same page in the game, right? So... It has definitely had an impact. I don't think it's just, oh, you know, they're four and seven because of Roger's thumb. But the struggle that I have had, and I think most of us have had as we've watched this season unfold, is 
how do you accurately depict how much the thumb has damaged his play and this team's season without it being this crutch or this excuse that also undersells all the other dysfunction that they have had this season? And I'm not sure I've done a good job of that. I'm not sure that anybody has, including the team itself. All right. You're in, you're, you're you don't still... feel any better. Um, no, I... F- it's just like you said. It's just confusing, right? It didn't have to be this difficult, right? Well, uh, it didn't have to be this difficult if you had uh, maybe done a better job of either keeping the great... I mean, to me, the, the storyline of this game is that the Philadelphia Eagles are 9-1, and one, and in the offseason, and again, it's not the only reason they're 9-1, and one, but in the offseason, they went and got themselves a number one receiver in A.J. Brown. They went and traded first and third round picks to get a legit number one receiver, and the Green Bay Packers did the exact opposite. That's not the only reason one team is 9-1 and one and the other one is 4-7, and seven, but it is definitely a reason and a significant contributor to why one arrow points one way and one arrow points the other. Got it. Thanks, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Top 7 at 11. Sometime near 11. Next. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.